Take your Bibles. Let's go to um, let's go to Acts chapter ten. Acts chapter ten. If you're taking notes tonight, and if you want to take notes, um, I'm not 100 percent sure where this is headed, but um, but the Lord began to show me this um, a few uh, you know maybe I don't know four or five days ago, but um, but God shows no partiality, and God's no respecter of people. So if you're taking notes tonight, and you 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 uh, <laughs> just uh, as long as you get the headline of that, you'll you'll begin to follow along with where we're headed tonight. Acts chapter ten verse thirty four. It says, "Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, whoever fears Him, mm, whoever fears Him and works righteousness is accepted by Him." Father, I thank you, Lord, for tonight. I thank you for the Word. I thank you, Lord, that uh, I, I thank you, Lord, for stirring us up in the Holy Ghost. And Father, I thank you for your miracle working power. I thank you, Lord, that you're moving among this congregation. And Father, I pray, Lord, even before this month is out, Father, I pray that there's great multiplication in this house. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. You be seated. You can be seated. Praise God. Hallelujah. I was going to be in the text. I'm going to stay in Acts chapter 10 uh, tonight. And... um, You know, it, it, it's something that I begin to think a lot about, you know, is, is a person's conversion. Because, you know, you'll find that in Acts chapter 9, we, we read Saul of Tarsus, who became Paul. We, we, see, a, a, we see a great, a, a, just a, a miraculous kind of conversion. We know that Saul, at his point in life, he was killing Christians. He was, he was, he was persecuting them. And, you know, he would do whatever he could do to take, to take Christians out. And... Uh, and we see that conversion, and it's, it's, it's truly supernatural. And, um, and then it's just like my eyes were drawn to, to Acts chapter 10, and I begin to think about Peter's conversion. Now, I, I've never really looked at the text or this scripture this way, but, but I, I'm, I'm going to tell you that, that God is always working. You know, here was Peter on the day of Pentecost. You know, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. He preached... A, he preached the pain off the walls, as you would say in West Virginia, right? He, 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 you know, he, he, cut, he was filled with the Holy Ghost, and he began to prophesy. These men aren't drunk as you suppose, as you suppose they are, but you know, this is the Holy Spirit. This is that, he said. And so we find that here, here Peter, in Acts, in Acts chapter 2, is talking about the, the Holy Spirit. And, you know, to that day, 3,000 people were added to the church. That's a revival, amen? You guys know that that's a revival. That the preaching of the Word, the, the power of the Holy Spirit drew down and, and, and was, was, was moved on people, and 3,000 people were added to the kingdom that day. Praise God. You know, in those 3,000, they went out and they carried the Word out. But it's interesting that, that you know, that you, you see in Acts chapter 10, you, you see something very unique begin to take place. Peter, he's, he's filled up with the Holy Ghost. He, he, he has the Holy Spirit, but see, God's not done with him. He's working. He's, 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 a, he's a God that's always working. And I, I want you to hear that tonight, that you know God doesn't stop working in a person's life. If you feel like you've reached some, something in faith or you've moved to an area of faith, I'm going to tell you that God can take you to another level. You, you, you can level up with the Lord. Amen? You, you can keep moving up with God. And uh, so I, I want to look at this text tonight. And um, 
You know, the Lord is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. And so I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I am the Lord God. I do not change. That's, that's the God we serve. So I, I know right now we serve a God of miracles. Amen. We serve a God of provision. We serve a God of, of good health. People are going to walk in divine health this year. Amen. So I'm very thankful for that. So let's actually go to Acts chapter 10. And I'm going to pick up at the, just, just verse 1. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move through this text tonight. And uh, then we're going to pray for some people, amen, because I, I feel like the Holy Spirit, you know, it just, you know, is, is already highlighting things, and, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's good, amen, it's good, hallelujah, Mm-mm-mm. let's pick up at verse 1, you guys with me, Acts chapter 10, at Caesarea there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as the Italian regiment. He and his family were devoted and God-fearing. He had generously, um, he had given generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. So I, I, I want you to grab a hold of just the, the very text here. Here you have a, a, a Roman guard. He, he's a, you know, to understand something about the culture at this time, he, he was a Roman. And Romans worshipped other gods. They, they, they didn't, they did, you know, Romans in that time period, they, they had their Roman gods. They didn't, they didn't worship Jesus. They didn't worship God. So what, what, you, what you find here in, in, the, in this story is that God is, uh, his finger, or, or so to speak, his, uh, you know, his, his attention is drawn to somebody other than you know, on the day of Pentecost when they were filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, it, it, it's not talking about that. But the focus now shifts, and it's now on a Roman soldier. It, it's very fascinating it, it, because, you know, we read through a lot of the text and Acts. We see God, you know, miraculously doing miracles. We see God moving on, on the people that were filled with the Holy Spirit. And then all of a sudden in Acts chapter 10, here, here is a guy that's a Roman. He was a Roman soldier, um, and, um, it, you know, but he, he, he knew God. He knew God. Keep this in mind. God's no, he's no respecter of people. God, God, God can speak to, he can speak to somebody that you, you, know, you may not even like. He can move on somebody that you, you may th- be thinking, how could God ever move on that person's life? But so, you know, here, and, and, and we're going to get through this text. Um, we're going to get through this text. I'm going to try to get through this text. But, you know, it goes on to say, you know, it says this. He and his family were devout and God-fearing. God-fearing. So you you have to understand something here. He had a relationship with God. He had a relationship with God. Everybody say God's no respecter. Because, see, God God is truly no respecter. Um, Let's let's move on down to verse 3. And it says, one day at about 3 in the afternoon, he had, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, one day at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius, Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord, he asked. The angel answered, your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Now send men to Joppa, bring back a man named Simon, who is called Peter, who is staying with Simon the Tanner, whose house is by the sea. When the angel who spoke to him had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants and a devout soldier who was one of his attendants, he told them everything that had happened, and he sent them to Joppa. You know, it, I want you to keep getting this picture because he was on a first-name basis with God. Our God was on a first-name basis with him. You know, he knew his name. So, so he, had, he, had a real, he had a real knowing of who God was. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to guess that he didn't know who Peter was. Because, you know, think about it. You know, 
An angel of the Lord appears to him in a vision. It's not, it's not like the angel actually appeared to him. But, you know, to understand a vision, a vision is something, it, it's, it's not like I naturally seen an angel face to face, but it, it's like, you know, you, you might close your eyes and, and, and you go into a vision and you have, you have this vision. And, and, and that's exactly what happened. I, I remember the time that when, when I got saved, I, you know, when my wife had actually led me to the Lord. I, I was, I was at, her mother, at her mother and father's house, and I was standing along the counter, and I, I was asking God. I had been seeking to, you know, answers from the Lord. Lord, you know, if you want me to serve you, you know, you know show me something. Give me something. You know, I'm trying to bargain with God for my soul. You know, that, that's a stupid thing. I, I, it's, my sal- it's my salvation. I can talk about it. So, so you know, but it, it, it was really stupid. But I'll, I'll never forget the time that I that God took me into a vision, and, and He, you know, it was like I had seen something, and you know, and and, and really what it was, in, in the vision itself were three angels, three angels were standing before me, and I'm like, oh my, oh my Lord, you know, I, I you know, and it was like, you know, I didn't hear anything, I didn't, you know, that's all I seen was 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 in that was I seen three angels standing before me, and as I wiped my eyes away, you know, there were three curtains standing in front of me. But what it appeared to me was we're, 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 we're like we're like three angels. And I'm and I'm like, man, what? Do, because, you know, I'm going to tell you what happened is it was the fear. It was the fear of the Lord. I, I begin to I begin to feel something that I had never felt before. Like if I don't get saved, I'm going to go to hell like that. That was the quickening on my life. That was that was truly the quickening. So, you know, and, and that night I did. I got saved. I thought I had to go to church and, you know, Go talk to the priest or preacher. I, you know, I, I knew nothing about it other than the fact that I, I needed to get saved because I didn't want to go to hell. So, so that night I did. I received Jesus Christ as, as Lord of my life. But, you know, what I'm guessing, even in the context of this story, he didn't even know Peter, but God had taken him into an open vision and uh, had given him an assignment. You know, one of the things about assignments, as we've been in vision, as we've been talking about that, God is releasing fresh word to his people now. You know, a lot of times people are saying, well, you know, I, you know, even through a time of prayer and fasting, you know, you don't have to wait till the end of 21 days to get a revelation. You don't have to wait 21 days to, to have a message like, no, go, go. You know, you can be released now. You can be released today. Everybody say today. Because, see, that's God. God, God is the God. He is the salvation of today. You get that? So God can release you today. He can release you to go talk to a family member. He can go release you to, to, to bring somebody to church. Amen. He, he can release you today. That's the God we serve. That's the God we serve. You know, I'm going to say it, it's okay to have a reverential fear of the Lord. It's, it's, it's truly okay to fear, fear the Lord. But, you know, I, I love this because he knew God. Lord. It's like he asked that question, Lord. It's like, you know, it's like Saul, who became Paul, when Jesus appeared to him. The Lord, is, is that you, Lord? So there was, a, there was a keen sense of knowing who God was. But th- th- this is what's great about this story. Because I, I believe this is what begins to set up as, as one of the greatest conversions of all time. Now, I love Saul, and I, I, I love Paul's conversion in Acts chapter 9. But as I begin to see this text, I begin to think, man, Peter's conversion is very powerful. It's very powerful because as you go down through this text, one of the things you're going to, you're going to find is that, is that God is now revealing himself to, 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 to all nations, to all tribes, to all people groups to say that I am the one true God. I am God. 
I, I, I alone am God. I am the God of all people. Let's, I, I jumped ahead. You guys with me tonight? Thank you, Lord. Verse 9. We're going to move into the other, other text of this. It says, About noon the following day, as they were on their journey approaching the sea, uh, city, Peter went up to the roof to pray. He became hungry <laughs> and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was, be, was being prepared, he fell into a trance. Now, you know, in one text it says he, he got very hungry. He got hungry, but then he got very hungry. You know, isn't that what happens when we go to pray sometimes? You ever get hungry? You're know, like, I'm going to go pray. Ah, oh, man, I'm hungry. You know, you, you know it's like your, your flesh, right? Your, your flesh is wanting to, wanting to rise up. You know, it's like, I, I, I don't want to pray right now. I, I just want to eat something, right? I'll, I'll pray after I eat. Um, so Peter goes to pray. He gets hungry. Um, it, you know, it's, it, it's interesting that the context of these two stories start out with two men. What are they doing? They're praying. You get that. You know, here's the Roman centurion soldier who we don't, he's a Gentile. Peter's a Jew. It's been filled with the Holy Ghost. They're coming from two completely different opposites. You know, even to the place that, like, they they don't have anything to do with one another, culturally. You know, Peter is a Jew. Peter is a Jew, and he's still trying to practice Jewish Jewish customs. And he's still, he's still, he's still, I'm going to follow the law, but I'm baptized in the Holy Ghost. I'm going, to, I'm going to, because I'm a Jew. I'm, I'm not going to associate with, with Romans. I'm not going to associate with Gentiles. But see, God's, no, God's not partial. He's no respecter of people. God can choose you. He can, he, he, he can choose anybody. Amen? Because God, you know, because God is love. He loves everybody. Amen? He loves everybody. Let's keep moving. Verse 11. He saw heaven open and something like a large sheet being let down. To earth by its corners. It contained all kinds of four-footed animals, as well as reptiles and birds. Then a voice told him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. <laughs> Surely not, Lord, Peter replied. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times, and immediately the sheet was taken back to heaven. I, I, I mean, ooh, man. You know... It's not the only time Peter said no to the Lord. When Jesus, you know, revealed that he was going to the cross, what did Peter say? No. And what did did Jesus do? He rebuked him. So, you know, I think Peter was a little hard-headed. Would would, would you agree with me? You know, I'm going to wash your feet, Peter. Peter, no, no, Jesus, you you don't understand. I I have to do this. So, you know, Peter was a little, he was a little hard-headed. And, you know, I, I, I wonder if Peter thought, was this a test from God? You know, I'm a Jew. I don't eat meat. I, I, I don't, you know, he's never ate bacon. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, think about it. I mean, we had bacon going the other day. Man, it was like, how could, how could people not eat bacon? I mean, it's, it's good, right? It's, it's, uh, bacon's good. Amen. But, but he, but he had never ate bacon. You know, but, but God, God is revealing something to him, not, not only in the natural sense, but there's something spiritual, very heavy that's taking place. You know, you know, don't curse what I've called clean or, you know, don't don't rebuke what 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 I've given you. Don't don't come against what I'm what I'm willing to open up to you. And see, a lot of times, you know, we we bring we bring havoc on our own lives by the very things that come out of our mouth. No, Lord, I'm no. 
You need to go over here and do that. No, I'm not going to do that. I don't feel like it. I mean, you got, you got, sometimes we have to get a hold of, we truly have to get a hold of our flesh and say, flesh, you're not running my life. My, you, you know, flesh, you're not telling me how to feel today. You know, you, you can speak to your body. You know, people, people miss this. I mean, you, you know, I, I, you know, I talk to my feet a lot. I'm talking to my hand right now. I know that's funny. But, but my hand, I have, I have this whatever. I pulled a tendon in my hand. Isn't that something like somebody says talk to the hand or something? I don't know what that is. But my, I've got this thing in my, I pulled a tendon or something in my hand. And so, you know, every once in a while I'll grab something. I'm like, ow. And I'm like, no, be healed in Jesus' name. You know, so, you know, you, you can begin to operate that way. You can begin to talk to even your body parts. Amen. Three times. Three times. Peter goes into this vision. And he, and he, and he sees this. You know, and could, you, could you imagine? He sees all these animals on this sheet. You know, you, you know and you think, I've, n- I've never had bacon. But there's a pig. You know, I've never, I've never had meat. I've never had, I've never had a steak. But then there's a, you know, he's seeing all these four-footed animals. He's seeing reptiles. He's seeing all these things, birds. He's never ate lobster. I mean, you know, come on. He's never, he's never had any of this stuff. But he's, he's, he's catching this. He's, he's seeing it. And you know, and, and his response is no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, no, no. God's got to be testing me. He, you know, it's, it's, this has got to be a test. But, you know, oftentimes, sometimes we, we think this is what's going on, that, th- that, that, you know, this is a test from God. This is a test from God. I, I tell you, you know, weigh things out. Weigh the word of God out. Weigh, weigh things out, you know, especially if you, you know, if you feel like it's a test. I'm going to tell you, there are, there are tests in life. There, there are things in life that, you know, you know, you know God's not a tempter. There, there, there's very much, there, there's very much a, a, a difference. God's not enticing sin out in front of you. But you, do you understand that you know there, there are certain things in life that if you want to excel at, there's, there, there's tests. There's, there's things that you have to overcome. Amen? You can overcome sin. Amen? Maybe you've never heard that before. Well, you're always going to be a sinner. You know, sinner saved by grace, always going to sin. You know, I, I just can't help it every day I sin. I mean, that, that's not true. That's not true. We 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 we're buying we're buying the trap of the enemy because you know if we believe or we adapt to a concept that I that I'm no good, I'm a no good lazy sinner. You're never going to do anything for God. And God's calling the church out of that mindset. I, I truly believe that. Out of this mindset to say, you know what, you need to take your place. You need you, you need to move into a place, you need to move into this arena and take your place. You know, look, he's talking to a Roman soldier. Who likely, I mean, he, you know, who knows? I mean, he could have, he could have persecuted Christians. But somewhere along the line, somebody got a hold of him. I want you to see that. Somebody got a hold of him, and somewhere along in the line, he met the he met he met Jehovah. He met the God of Israel. He met the one true God. And now he has a personal relationship with him. Peter, filled up full of the Holy Ghost, has a relationship with God. And God's getting ready to bring them two together. He's, he's getting ready to. To, to bring a Jew and a Gentile together to say, you know, no, no, what, what, what you think, what, what, what you believe about this, you know, I'm, go, I'm going to just shake things up a little bit here. You know, it, it's one of the things. I, it's why I believe that God, God would raise up a multicultural church. 
You know, when Ray walked in the first day, I thanked God. And I don't mean that to sound, I, you know, you know, and that's not a racist comment. And when the Hawaiian people moved here, I was like, praise God. No, chee-hoo, that's right, praise God. You know, because I, 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 you know, God's no respecter of people. It doesn't matter what color skin you have. It doesn't matter what, what, where you come from. It doesn't matter what language you speak. God is, I believe that even tonight as we prayed, you know, in Vietnam, things are breaking loose. God's moving, right? I, you know, I begin to pray, Lord, transport people. I, you know, you guys, you know, I, I read it in the Bible. So, I, you know, I know that it's true. Lord, I, transport somebody that's in trouble right now. Zap them up and put them somewhere else. That, because that's the miracle working God we serve. Amen. He, he, he does it. He does it. But see, I, I think what's, what's taking place in this story, it, it, it's, it's so fascinating. You know, because Peter, like I said, he, he's filled up with the Holy Ghost. He, he's walking in power that he's never walked in before. But you know what God's wanting to do? He's wanting to take him deeper. He's wanting to take Peter to, to another level. Can I tell you that that's, that, that that's what God's wanting to do with, with you and your faith. He's wanting to take you to another level. But I'm telling you, sometimes you got to quit kicking and screaming and just say, yeah, I'll, I'll go, Lord. No, I, you know, I can't. I can't go to church three days a week. It's too hard. You know, I, don't, I don't know where that comes from. You guys are, I mean, anyway. You know, I, I can't, Lord. I can't, Lord, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't do this, Lord, I can't do that. Is he not the God of more than enough? Is he not the God of my supply? He'll do it through you. He'll do it through you so that you can show others how it's done. And, you, you know, you're the best example, the five closest people that are around you of, of Christianity that, that, that don't go to church. You know, and oftentimes what happens is even in that, we, you know, well, you know, I'm just not going to talk about Jesus. You know, I got friends, but I'm just going to leave the Jesus thing alone because they can't handle it. The world will never be able to handle Jesus. I'm going to tell you, if you're a Christian, you, 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 better, get, you better get used to, to understanding something. God is separating. He is separating the fold right now. There's a remnant of believers that are standing up that's going to look, that's going to look a lot different than some kind of passive Christianity. It, it's going to look a lot different. You know, I wish you were either hot or cold. I, I'm telling you, there's a dividing line that's coming in the body of Christ. And I, I tell you, I don't want anybody in here to miss it. I don't want anybody in Kings to miss it. Because I, 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 I truly believe, you know, this is that which was prophesied. The Holy Spirit being poured out on, the, on, on people. I believe when people get saved, amen, the Holy Spirit's going to begin to stir up on the inside of them. And, you know, people are going to go out and do great and mighty exploits for, for Jesus. You know what? It's the power of God living on the inside of them. It's not, you know, you got to get this out of your mind. It's not you. It's not you. But see, what God was doing, he was wanting to take Peter to a whole other place, to a whole other level. His conversion. His conversion, now, 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 it's, now, now, it's, now it's opened up. Let me, let me keep reading. Verse 19, it says, I'm going to read a little bit down through. It says, while Peter was... Um, 
wondering about the meaning of the vision, the man sent by Cornelius found out where Simon's house was and stopped at the gate. They called out asking if Simon, who was known as Peter, was staying there. While Peter, you know, see, God does this. He lines things up. Here's two people, you know, but he's, I'm going to send my attendants out. They're going to go find this guy named Peter. You know, see, that's the thing. God can send you on inside. All you have to have is a name sometime and an address. You, you, sometimes you're looking for what you're looking for. I need three angels, and I need a camel, and I need a donkey to, to be lined up, and I need, I need four, four stars that point north. To, to, I, I need a sign. I, I tell you, don't, don't, you know, no, no. Sometimes you just need the word. Sometimes you just need to utter a friend's name. And God, boom, he, he shows up. And, oh, that's that person. I'm telling you, that, that's, that's what you're going to begin to see happen. You're going, to be, you're going to wake up and you're, a person's going to be on your heart. And, but, but I'm going to tell you what happens. When that happens, you've got to respond. I want you to understand, that person may be in crisis. That person may need, an, they, they, they may need something now. Amen? I'm not telling you, you, have, you don't have to call and tell me, you know, you don't go to church, you're going to go to hell. You don't have to say that. You know, call them up and love them. Hey, can I pray for you? I, I, honestly, people, you know, if, if we, we as the body of Christ... Being loving. And oftentimes, you know, hey, I, I just, you're on my heart. I felt to call you. I felt to, you know, do you need prayer for anything? 90% of the time, people are going to, especially if they know you, they're going to respond and be like, you know, no, yeah, I, I got this going on. I got a doctor's appointment. I remember being in Hawaii. I, you know, Miranda and I were there for like five or six months. And, you know, and, and people in the church were, you know, we, we would find out that so-and-so, you know, just got rushed to the hospital when, you know, you know, of course, we live kind of out of town, so we're not among the coconut wireless where everybody knows everything very quickly when something happens. So we were kind of out of town five miles. So if you're out of town five miles in Hawaii and Hana, it's like, you're like, on, you know, we live like on another, it's kind of far away. You know, people don't travel that far. They don't leave the subdivision. So, so, you know, but I remember, you know, being in, at times we'd be like, who went to the hospital or, or so-and-so, what, what happened? And, you know, and it's like, you know, really, we, we wanted to know because, you know, hey, we're not trying to be nosy. We just want to pray. You know, and when people found out, you know, well, you know we've got a couple people over here living in the airport. They, they pray for people. And, you know, the, the great thing about it is, is like, man, we started seeing God show up. We started seeing God show up and, and, and move. And, you know, it was like, then it was like five or six of us. We were like a prayer team. I mean, you had a kid being life flighted on a helicopter, had a skateboard wreck. He's got a, he's got a concussion. The helicopter comes down to the airport, getting ready to life flight a kid out. We, was you there then when Joe wrecked the skateboard? You know, we all go down, five or six of us, and, 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 and the family looks at us and says, can you come over here and pray? His emergency squad. And, you know, they're loading him up. The helicopter's going around, lights flashing, it's dark. You know, we just lay hands on him. Father, right now he shall live and not die. Lord, this head injury, Lord, we, 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 everything gets fixed. There's no brain damage because that's what everybody said. He's going to have brain damage. No, we, no, that's not his story. He was home the next, I think, within a day and a half. You know, he's going to die. No, he's not going to die. He's going to live. Amen. So listen, you, you be, be responsive when the Holy Spirit moves. Be responsive when, when God, when God releases a name to you. Amen. I'm coming out of my text here a little bit, but Hmm, thank you, Lord. Simon, three men are looking for you, so, um, so get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. This is, this is the Lord. Um, 
Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. Peter went down and said to the man, I'm the one you're looking for. Why have you come? The men replied, We have uh, come from Cornelius the centurion. He is a righteous and God-fearing man who is respected by all the Jewish people. A holy angel told him to ask you to come to his house so that he could hear what you had to say. That's, that's all he knew. I've got I've to connect with a man named Peter. He's got something to release to me. I don't know what it is, but, it, but it, it's going to be good. A God-fearing man. That was, that, was the con- that was the condition of his life. He was God-fearing. But, you know, what's getting ready to happen now is God, you know, he's going to meet Jesus. He's going to meet the fire. He's going he's to meet the Holy Spirit. And see, that's what the church needs. We, we need the Holy Spirit. I don't want to do this without the Holy Spirit. I, I, you, know, <laughs> I, you know, never do I want church to be dry and boring. I don't, I don't want, and I don't want your life to be without the Holy Spirit. We need the operation of the Holy Spirit in our life. It's the quickening. It's what moves us. The Bible says that it, it's, it's power. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. When does that happen? It happens It happens when you get saved, but it also happens with the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let me pick back. A holy angel told him to ask you to come to his house so that we could hear what you had to say. Then Peter invited the men into the house to be his guests. The next day, Peter started out with them, and some of the believers from Joppa went along. Verse 24 says, The following day he arrived in Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them as he had called together his relatives and close friends. He's, he's getting, he, you know, this is great because you know what he's doing? He's getting, he's gathering people up because there's a man coming. There's a man coming to, 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 to share something from God. There's a man coming. I'm, I'm telling you, like, it's just like PJ. Gather him, PJ. Bring him in here. We'll get him saved. Then we'll get him discipled. Just keep gathering. You guys be gatherers. Be gatherers. Jesse, pick him up off the streets. Bring him in here. We'll get him saved. They might not catch the next bus out of town, but, you know, praise God. We'll, you know, we'll, 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 we'll you know, anyway, that's another story Jesse and I knew about. But, but you know what, we, 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 we get them saved, amen? We get them saved. We get them filled with the Holy Ghost. So he called his close friends. As Peter entered the house, Cornelia met him and fell at his feet in reverence. But Peter made him get up. He said, stand up. I kind of added that to it. Stand up, he said. I'm only a man myself. God's no respecter. Keep that in mind. God's no respecter. God's while talking with Peter, went inside and, and, and found a large gathering of people. He said to them, You are all aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate or visit a Gentile. But God has shown me that I should not call any one impure or unclean. So now we begin to understand the context. Peter, eat. Peter, eat. Go eat. Eat bacon, Peter. But you, you see what's happening? A true conversion of Peter's heart's getting ready to take place. Because now he's witness, witnessing God's miraculous power. God, I'm not even, you know, it's Jewish law, custom. I'm not even supposed to be here. My Jewish brothers, they would, they would be upset. The Pharisees, Sadducees, they, they would persecute me. Because I'm hanging out with Gentiles. I'm hanging out with the enemy. They don't dress like us. They don't look like he was a Roman soldier. They worship other gods. Blasphemy. You know, they, you know they, certainly he can't go to heaven. Certainly he doesn't know God like I know God. You, you, you getting this? Certainly he's of the devil. 
Certainly he doesn't know the Lord. Verse 28 again, it says, You are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate, with, to associate or visit with Gentiles, but God has shown me that I should not call anyone pure or unclean. So when I, so when I was sent for, I came without raising an objection. May I ask you, who sent you? Cornelius answers, three days ago, I was in my house praying at this hour. At three in the afternoon, suddenly a man, shining clothes, stood before me and said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer and remembered your gift to the poor. Send a Joplin for Simon, who called Peter. He is a guest in the home of Simon the Tanner, who lives by the sea. So I sent for you immediately, and it was good of you to come. Now we are we were all here in the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has commanded you to tell us. Everything. Everything. Man, we're here. We're, we're attentive. We're, we're, we're here. We're here to receive. We're here to receive. And I, 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 I believe that's, that's what we're getting ready to move into. We're getting ready to move into people that are saying, I, I, I'm ready to receive. I'm ready to receive. And I believe, I believe Peter went to a whole other level this day. Because, you know, I, I believe from this day on, he, he wasn't just mini- trying to minister to Jews. I believe he went out and he, he, he reaped a harvest. He reaped a harvest right here of Gentiles. And, you know, the revelation... That Peter gets, God's not partial to anybody. You know, God certainly, the, you, you love the Jews. But you know what, what? What happens in the context of this scripture? God's revealing to him that his love covers, it, it, it covers everyone. It doesn't matter whether, you, whether you're Greek, whether you're Jew, Gentile, it doesn't, doesn't matter. God's love covers, it, 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 covers, it, it covers everyone. Man, isn't that good? Isn't that good that we have a God? We have a God of love. You know, God, God, you know, God doesn't look at race. He doesn't, you know, and understand this. He's, he's not looking at, a, you know, Islamic or, or Muslims. And he's not looking at that. You know, I, I used to teach financial class. And, I, you know, they, you know there, there are jerks in every class of people. There There are. They're jerky white people. They're jerky Hawaiian people. You know, I, you know, I, I love Hawaiian people. But, but, but there, there are jerky people in every class. But I'm telling you, there are great people in every class. Right? We just need, you know, people need to learn to be less of a jerk, right? I mean, that's, that's what they, they need to truly do. Be less of a jerk. Be loving. You know, it, it breaks the divide. It, it breaks the divide that there's one God. There's, there's one God. There's not a Roman God. There's not an Islamic God. You know, Buddha, Muhammad, these were prophets. None of them rose from the dead. Jesus Christ, death, burial, resurrection. That's what sets Christianity apart. It, it, it truly sets, you know... Well, what about, you know, they weren't, they weren't God. There, there, there's, a clear, there's a clear separation. But now, you know, what, what happens? What begins to take place? It doesn't matter whether you're educated or uneducated. God came from you. 
It doesn't matter, you're, matter whether you're rich or poor. God came from you. It doesn't matter what color you are. God came for you. He sent His Son. The Bible says, whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen? Whoever believes in Him. I got any whoever's in here? I'm a whoever. I'm a whoever because I believe. Amen? I believe. And it's our responsibility for the church to take people into that. True discipleship. Can I tell you what true, disciple, true discipleship looks like? It looks like a life group with, transformed, with a transformation group of people. Coming in that, you know, have had some stuff. I mean, our testimonies from Sunday morning. You know, it, you know I, I'm sitting there thinking, man, I, I could go back and rewind of what God's done. You know, I'm, I'm listening like, you know, what God's done. He's transformed people. But I'm going to tell you, see, this is the thing. He's not done transforming. From testimony to testimony, from, from, from level to level, you, you level up. Amen? You, you, you keep moving to another direction. You know, you, you keep moving up with God. But, you know, th- th- that's what real disciple, discipleship looks like. You know, people don't want to get messy. They, 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 you know, they just, you know, it's, for us, it's not about coming to church and just, well, we're just going to be here on Sundays. If you need something, check with me on Sunday. You know, we'll set up meetings after Sunday and meet with you. No, 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 no. No. When the prayer call hits at any time and people show up, man, God's moving. Amen? I mean, I think, Lisa, the other night, I don't even know what happened. I, I, I could not sleep for various reasons. I could not sleep. And then you, you had sent out something at 1230. And then Melanie responded, praying. And I'm just like, so I, well, I might as well get up and pray too, you know. I'm, I'm up, right? So, so, you know, get up and pray. Three different times this week we've seen God move like that. Amanda's friend. You know, I, I just it, it's so remarkable how God moves. You know, at the end of a prayer call, gets a text. Or, am I right? It gets a text or something from a friend. Hey, you know, my, my dad or grandpa, grandpa, dad, something like that. It was something, some, somewhere along that line. It was a male. We know that. So, um, so you know, uh, hey, you know, he's getting ready to be incubated. He's going to have, he's, he's gonna have a, a, a tube and everything put down. And, you know, he's not doing well. And, uh, you know, the prayer group begins to pray. And it, literally, she gets a, a message back. He coughed three times, and he's being released from the hospital. God's a miracle-working God. Amen? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's... I've seen too much to back away from it. And I believe you have too. I'm telling you, it, it, it's truly a, a, a time... To help, to help people get out of whatever they're in and come to know the one true God. The God of love, the God that loves everybody, amen? The God that loves everybody. Man, I'm telling you, he, he, he's madly in love with you. If you never heard that, get, get that tonight, know that. He's madly in love with you. He's madly in love with you. He's madly in love with you. Especially help come to the keyboard. He's madly in love with you. He's madly in love with you. If you're watching online tonight, he's madly in love with you. He's madly in love with you. He's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. You know, guys, no one's unreachable by God. Nope, nobody's unreachable by God. Nobody's unreachable by God. 
Don't wait to be used by God. Don't wait. In, in this situation right here, you, you, you know, the Lord, the angel of the Lord, a vision. These things are appearing before people. And in the natural mind, you can read this and be like, well, why didn't the angel just go do the work? See, it doesn't work that way. God's entrusted us with something very special. It's called the Holy Spirit. And you know, he, he, He's given that to each and every one of us. He's, he's, he's given us the Holy Spirit. You know, angels come alongside us. They help us. They aid us. But God's doing it through people. When people die, they don't get angel wings. You guys know that, right? People don't get angel wings when they, when they die. You don't become an angel when you die. You're not an angel here on earth. I mean, I, you know, Hawaiian culture, another angel got their wings. You're not going to become an angel. But see, God wasn't using angels. He was using real people. He was using real people. He was using real people. See, God needs a vessel. Everybody stand at their feet tonight. See, God needs a vessel. God needs a vessel. He needs a vessel to flow through. He needs somebody to work through. And I'm going to tell you that in 2021, I'm looking at people that are saying, I, I'm, I'm willing to be a vessel. If that's you, just raise your hand tonight. If that's you tonight, raise your hand. I'm willing to be a vessel. PJ, come up here. Thank you, Lord. Brother Don, come, come in here. Miranda, get ready. Can I pray with you? Can I, can I pray with you? Yeah. Is that all right? Come on up here. I just see the power of God all over you. I, I mean, it's a good thing too, okay? It's, it's a beautiful thing. It, I, I mean, it, it's God. It, it's, 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 it's God. And I'm telling you, it's no mistake that you're here tonight. The power of God comes on you tonight in a powerful way. And I believe tonight, that t tonight marks, I, I, I mean, it, it's like as, as God comes in, he, it, you know, it's like there have been times where you've been around some of this even before. But I'm telling you, tonight, things shift. Things shift.